This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the north, or the, the south today, as I'm on a train early my way down from Leeds to the big smoke. Um, it's something a bit different, as I'm heading down um, to meet up with Jack, as we find our way heading to the Football Supporters Association Awards Ceremony, with the pod up for the club podcast of the year. Now, we're, you know, we're minnows here, we're up against the big boys, we're up against Liverpool, Leeds United, Arsenal, Fulham and Cambridge United, so basically we're going for the giggles. Um, the ceremony is at like some swanky hotel called Nobu. I think that's probably pronounced Nobu, which seems the totally appropriate name for the venue for Jack and I, doesn't it? As I'm recording this, I put out a call for any questions people have for us, anything county-related. So, you know, if we get some stuff in, we'll chat those through down in the pub when we get down there. Now, I'm currently reading a huge, weighty biography on the poet Percy Shelley which is, I'm sure you're going, oh God, what's he on about? What's that got to do with the FSA Awards? Well, nothing, I guess. And yet Shelley was a radical who wanted political reform, and his great sonnet, Ozymandias, is about the inevitable decline of rulers and their pretensions to greatness. In the poem, despite Ozymandias' grandiose ambitions, the power turned out to be ephemeral. I mention this. Because as supporters, many of us have looked upon the wealth and power of the big clubs, the inequitability of resource, Super League, sport washing, etc., and think, well, you know, this is the way. It's not. Power and those who wield it inevitably decline. Shelley wrote Apozimandias in 1817, before the giant statue of Ramesses II had reached these shores. It's now in the British Museum if you want to check it out. And it looks as though change at that time was a long way off. Yet things did change. The Chartists came along and, use, and universal suffrage swept away all that Shelley knew. In Germany, clubs the majority fan-owned. In Sweden, the clubs are community-owned. And they're resisting the Im- implementation of VAR. How we are set up now, who has the power, 
on which of the big clubs is not like Ozymandias and set in stone. Now, of course, Shelley was married to Mary, who wrote the incomparable Frankenstein, which is going to be the theme of our Christmas special pod this year. So make sure you're subscribed for that slice of chaos. Right then. So after reflecting on power structures and poetry, let's head to the pub for a pint before we get to the awards. This is the 1912 Exiles Poetry Intermission. And now, Mr Ian Street will read Ozymandias by Percy Shelley. I met a traveller from an antique land who said, Two vast and trunkless legs of stone stand in the desert. Near them, on the sand, half sunk, a shattered visage lies, whose frown and wrinkled lip and sneer of cold command tell that it sculpts so well those passions red, which yet survive, stamped on these lifeless things, the hand that mocked them and the heart that fed. And on the pedestal these words appear, My name is Ozymandias, King of Kings. Look on my works, ye mighty, and despair. Nothing beside remains. Round the decay of that colossal wreck, boundless and bare, the lone and level sands stretch far away. Unbelievable, we've been robbed. Absolutely robbed. Names have been up in lights. It's the biggest uh, biggest screen I've ever seen in my life. I don't come to things like this very often. I never won an award in my life. I thought I was a shoe-in. Surely Liverpool and Arsenal and Leeds can't beat us. Uh, Arse blog have won it. It's a scandal. Demand a recount. But uh, no, it's been brilliant. It's swanky as anything. Uh, there's free beer on the table. There's, there's professional sushi there's all sorts of weird canopies went round um, there's a hell of a lot of people here how many is here Jack? it's got to be a room of ooh, 40 tables 10 apiece 400 people yeah from the time yeah we're swanking we're swank we're, we're, we're hobnobbing with all sorts of people I've no idea who anybody is it's a slight worry because I don't really know anything about football so like <laughs> but we're having a laugh We've got a, we've had quite a few questions have come in. We're going to try and answer them in a minute, but hang on, hold on to your horses. Well, the food's turned up. I've got some sort of cold chicken terrine. What is happening? Some bloke has just come along, a waiter, and he's taken me glass of champagne away. There was something left in it. Now he's never been out in Newport. You can't be going taking people's drinks off them. Look Ian, just, just put your fork and knife down for your... Let me just read this menu. The chicken and black truffle terrine. Wild mushrooms, blackberry, walnut and toasted brioche. Just, just, just distract yourself from that reality uh, and just get back to what's at, at stake here. To be humble and, and nice about it, we're so, so grateful for the nomination on the backs of 
all the fans that have listened to us and, and sort of signal boosted their content in the last six months, we wouldn't be here without that. It's just surreal. The name was in likes. The name was in likes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just bloody lovely to be here surrounded by such big hitters and for us to be the minnows amongst it, eating chicken terrine. And what's next, Ian? Let's have a look at the... Should we have a look at the... What have we got? Uh, seared kosher lamb rump, dauphinoir, gratin, and uh, hispy cabbage. You don't get out in the steelwork canteen, do you? <laughs> Ian, it, this has been wonderful. It's been really It wonderful. is wonderful. I feel a little bit like Veruca Salt outside Willy Wonka's factory on the way in. You know what I mean? But it's been great. Right. Free beer. And then we're going to get some questions, maybe. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'll take it all back. I don't know what Jack's been... I don't know what Jack's been given here, but... They've just brought me a pie. They brought me a pie at the FSA Awards. Loving it. I'll give it a pie score in a minute. Fair with. To be fair, it's a decent pie. Not sure it's as good as Morecambe away. And Stuart, this one's for you. It's definitely not Bristol Rovers away. So... But, you know, I'm going to give it... 6 out of 10. I'm not 100% sure what's in it. I've got the... Uh, <laughs> Uh, the seared kosher lamb rump, dauphinoise gratin, hispy cabbage, and charred onion. I give it, uh, unfortunately, I give it a four out of ten. Right, no bovril was served, but um, alternative whales were robbed as well in the fantine of the year. But we did say that if you had some questions for us, because this is a bit of a weird day today, and it's not a match report, me and Jack would attempt in our inimitable fashion to give you our completely unstructured thoughts on some of the questions that have come in right I think I think you've got the questions haven't you yeah I'll read them out questions from table number 20 at the FSA FSA Awards 2023 hosted by excellently as we agreed Victoria Derbyshire she did a good job fantastic well done okay so uh, question number one if either of you could have have any manager in the world managing county who would it be doesn't have to be realistic I mean it could be Klopp or Diego I suspect Diego Simeone would be perfect for us says someone who, who, who brought that question into us who would you have Ian right well if it's, a, if it's someone who's alive if it's someone who's alive I would go for either Bielsa because I think he would be hilarious Bielsa on a bucket in front of the Hazel <laughs> would be brilliant or a younger a younger person would be Xavi uh, Alonso, who's up by a Leverkusen, who's doing. A, I think he's going to be a star. So I'd have one of them too. If it's someone who's not with us anymore, I'd go for either Valerie Lobanovsky or Renus Meekles. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dutch, very well known Renus Meekles. Yeah, that sounds like it? a Harry Potter character. He, he created Dutch total football, and Lobanovsky was the architect for uh, for Ukrainian. Uh, football right. so uh, that would be that's what, what who are you going with <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Robry. I'm going to go with Peter Beadle yeah uh, because that's just my gimmick uh, I love that man dearly I miss him every day just create a team full of characters and we need them back we need we need reasons to watch the team every week like a TV show anyway moving on because every answer I give is Peter Beadle uh, on hashtag ask Jack and Ian on Twitter we are asked the following Here's a question in keeping with the occasion, if not too late. What trophies, Ian, 
What trophies have you won playing football or any sport in general? And have you enjoyed hospitality at the match? And if so, how do you rate it? Well, my life is basically there's a trail of fail failure behind me. So no, I've won nothing at anything ever. Um, so you know, even being here today, I feel like it's an amazing thing. So no, I've never won anything. I have had two occasions of hospitality. One last year at the port, which was absolutely excellent to be fair play. Thought it was great. And I live in Leeds. A mate of mine's a big rugby league fan. He once took me to watch the Rhinos in a, in a cup of tea ticket. You might as well have trying to explain cricket to Martians. I had no idea what was going on, but the food was good. Yeah. Um, for myself, uh, semi-professional footballer at uh, Clean level. Not really. I sat on the bench for most of it, and I wasn't paid a thing. So I'm not sure really where the semi comes into that, Ian. Uh, but as far as trophies go, I think the supporters trust were asked to feel the team to uh, to participate in the Dragon Trophy against Merford Town Supporters Trust, of which we won. Now, unfortunately, I was knocked out by a stray ball and don't remember very much of the day. But I woke up and we won the trophy. Not like the FSA Awards, but we won it. I've got a picture to prove it. Stephen Farley, let me know if you've still got the picture. Uh, so, yes, I have won something footballing-wise. That was nice. Uh, hospitality... Uh, it's 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 the old uh, it's the old United fan in in me dad who used to take me to Villa Park a long time ago because it was the nearest Premier League side. Some steel link in terms of a supplier sponsor, um, and I got to see Dion Dublin score his average one goal a game for Villa, which was wonderful. Okay, so uh, next question: since this is being discussed at a meeting soon, how do you see the role of the trust post takeover, Ian Street? How do you see the role? of the trust post takeover I don't know to be honest I, and I think that's a brilliant question what is the role of a minority stakeholder in a club I would like to think if, I'm, if I've got my positive pants on that we can act as a useful conduit into the fan base and also put in a decent amount of coin which gives us a bit of a voice but I think the reality is we're a minority we're, a min- we're like any, if any anyone who's a minority stakeholder in anything you are a minority stakeholder therefore your view and vote is negligible yeah as I stare at Jeff Shreves uh, on the table adjacent uh, totally irrelevant to the point I'm about to make but just name dropping for the sake of it you know we've had a long time in the trust to make money and put coin into the into the into the the company into the club and we haven't we failed we've not done it this is why Hugh Jenkins is a necessity uh, and unfortunately it has not been sustainable with the trust model so whatever role is you know I, I think it's a, a Mourinho case for me if I speak too much I'm in trouble uh, and I don't <laughs> want to inculpate the if that's even a word at this point maybe I'm too drunk to know um, but I, I don't want to get us into trouble I, I think it's a bit of a failed effort and I'm really sad that it is I wish it was more um, anyway moving on do you want to add to that Ian? no next question next question okay uh, what are your top three priorities for change once the takeover is complete stability is my first one um, training ground long term plan yeah you want the lease extended you want some players you want some money you want the big thing and I think he's made a start on it which is excellent is this comms piece the comms piece from the club has been 
generally weak for a long time. I mean, there's a reason why us in a vacuum as 1912 Exiles have been so successful, hence why we're at this dinner tonight, um, <laughs> is because there is a vacuum there that can be filled by official comms. So I, I'd like to see, and it already has started with, I, I can't remember the newsletter, they've started the Exiles something. Uh, wonderful, excellent effort. Uh, okay, uh, next question, or keeping it with the Rosehead Book Club, if there are any, who'd be the bookworm of the Squadian? Who would be the most bookish of our squad, do you think? I'm going to go for Josh Seabury. Because he's got a broken leg, so he's got a lot of time, hasn't he, to, act, to read some books. I also think he's a young lad who he might not read much in a minute, but he's clearly someone who, I think, does quite a lot to better himself as a player, as a person. So I think he's got, he's got room for growth, and I think... He needs to start reading if he doesn't already. So I think he could be the bookish one. He needs to start reading, Ian. Okay. <laughs> Bit of an indictment for him. Uh, I have no opinion on that. <laughs> uh, I need to read more. I take a book on holiday, never read it. Uh, anyway, so, uh, next question. With the announcement of the meeting in January, do you sense that Hugh Jenkins' takeover is imminent? I, I mean, I do. It's, it's just because the checks take so long in the league. I think that's all that's down to, Ian. Yeah, I don't see there's any issue. I, I like the fact that we haven't been hearing stuff, we haven't been rumours, all that sort of stuff. I think he's just quietly getting on with the business behind the scenes, making sure that the I's are dotted, the T's are crossed and all that stuff. And we will know when we know. And I think it's fine. I think it is imminent. But it'll take as long as it takes. And as someone I was speaking to the other week or someone dropped into one of our, our um, WhatsApp groups, they said, I'd rather take twice as long and get it right than be twice as quick and be shit. Yep, okay, next one then. What is, bar tonight, the pie was excellent. Of course, Nobu London, name dropping again. Jeff Shreve's over there, table to my left. Uh, what is the best pie you've had in a game? You've mentioned Harrogate quite a few times tonight. Best pie, away game, Ian Street. I, I think, sorry Stu, I won at Rovers where you had that one. I'm going, I, I think Harrogate's a good pie because you've got, you've got the option of pie, mushy peas and gravy. And that is a classic, right? It's a good pie, mushy peas and gravy. I'm going Harrogate. I haven't been away for many years, so I wouldn't have a, <laughs> I wouldn't have, uh, I wouldn't have a clue. Okay, next one. Of the squad, best dresser slash joker slash... I, mean, I think there's very very many multiples in this question, Ian. All right. Best dresser, joker, practical joker, messes with their hair the most, what team they each detest playing against, forward slash, who's the... I mean... I've had a few, Ian. I'm struggling with this question. I don't understand this question. Is this for? Is this about us, or is this about the, the actual? Squad? I think. That, okay, let me pick one. So, of the squad, who do you think the most practical joker? You know, the biggest. Who is the biggest joker? Scouse Lewis, 100. percent And you've met him, haven't you? Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> did he play a joke on you? He didn't, but I, he's got a twinkle in his eye. That lad. Oh, he did say you listened to the podcast. Was either a massive lie or? Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. But we love you, Scouse, and we wouldn't say anything bad about you, especially now we've met you. Uh, okay, next one, very quickly, before they bust us out of here. Uh, if all League Two managers had a battle royale, who would finish behind Graham Cocco? The Sutton manager, what's his name? Oh, Matt Gray, is it? Okay. Yeah, he looks, he looks, he looks handy, I think. Okay, next one. Uh, putting aside any problems rooted in reality in this scenario... You get drawn in a cup against a Premier League team. You have one option to recruit one Premier League player through a wild card. 
uh, for that game. Who would you pick and why? Well, we've got an issue in midfield, so I'm picking Rodri from Man City. But if I want to bring the chaos, I'm bringing Nunes from Liverpool. Okay, why Nunes? Because he brings the chaos. Right, okay. Easy one. I'll I'll probably go Haaland. Uh, Just on the backs of, I'm sorry Omar if you're listening, but, you know, that guy up front can hold it and pass it. We needed a bit of that against Barna. I think we'd be through to the next round if we did. Anyway, before I lose my voice then, next one. Do you agree with me that if we win the next two league games, then we are safe? Ian Shree? No. Because that's not enough. Six points is not enough. But I think we are safe, effectively, because we've almost we've reached the halfway point of the points we need before the halfway point of the season. And we're going to carry on picking up enough points. But not if we win the next two. We need more than that. Okay, yeah, all right. I'm very conscious that you need to catch two tubes and a bus, Ian, so I'm going to smash through these now. I really humbly thank everyone for their messages, and you can hear my voice is starting to strain. What would you say is the best ever moment uh, or memory as a Newport County fan? Oh, that's impossible. All right. Well, I guess beating Wrexham to come back into the league for me. I can think of loads of others, actually, but that's that was a key moment, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, uh, especially as my stepfather at the time was a Wrexham fan. So you can imagine how sweet that was, because I could just imagine him on the opposite corner just jumping up and down like Donkey Kong on the final level. Not very happy. Uh, but can I be really sentimental? I think yes. tonight for us, yes, tonight for us, as 1912 Exiles podcast has been absolutely... Well, I mean, nominees such as The Athletic and BBC Sport, not to toot the horn and annoy Rhys Warren more than we need to, but... Tonight's been wonderful, and, and obviously meeting Ian for the first time. Wonderful, wonderful. Anyway, before he blushes anymore, next one. What is your favourite ever football shirt? County specific, I would say. Yeah, that's easy for me. The Adidas non-sponsored kit of the early 80s is the best kit we've ever played in. It's got a collar. Perfect. Okay. Uh, okay, conversely, I think... Just for the attention it gets on the terraces, I can't wear that GLC shirt without being offered 50 quid for it. It's my favourite. You just wear it, it gets a, it gets a bit of a nod and attention. I, I, I kind of like those, you know, I like two of those things. So the GLC, iconic. We didn't seem to get away with that Burberry rip-off, did we? And I never got my hands on it, and I refused to pay eBay prices for that. Okay, next one. Best ever football-related read, book... Fever pitch, Nick Hornby. That's that's the questions run out of Ian. Um, so, my final question is: How have you enjoyed tonight? Yeah, it's been it's been a very surreal experience, to be honest with you. But it has been great, really. And I and then, to be honest with you, you know, there's five of us who are mostly involved in this. We have other people chipping in. We've all got proper jobs. We all do this in our spare time. We're all fans of the club. We've all got different views, and you know we have been recognised with some big, big players tonight, and it's been brilliant. Our names have been up in lights. Well, not mine and Jack's, obviously, but the the pod's been up in lights, and you know we've had a lot of love of people in the room. It's been great. When you say Jack, yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure, and yeah, surreal to be sat amongst uh, Henry Winter from the Times. Uh, yeah, we had a message from Mo Salah about winning. 
player of the year it's just been absolutely bizarre and none of it would be at all achievable without the emotional investment from the fans that have spurred us on to make what we do today and uh, yeah it's been um, it's been a lovely free dinner that, <laughs> that we've uh, that we've very much enjoyed and um, we've heard from I think it was the Cambridge podcast that they've done it two years on the trot so I mean I think we should go for it again Ian uh, you know the, the meal was lovely lovely enough to come back to don't you think yeah and there's still some free beer so you know we can sort that out listen everyone I hope you've enjoyed this a bit of a random one I'll see you in another northern town Jack will be on back on the mic at some point catch you all soon cheers everyone away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for McDonald's maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.